a very warm welcome to everyone who's going to watch us today or the next time or any time that they're going to watch us in the future even after the results have come out of the results or the result or or whatsoever impact our uh, youth speaker is going to make on this platform we are welcoming mr rishi vanjas raghavan ji a co-founder and a governing council member of the bangalore nam nirman party we have read about you beyond bangalore and that's when i wanted to connect with you because the revolution that you are starting in bangalore is at the time of this place i mean it's required all over india when alternate politics and youth is coming directly other than the mainstream political parties and you know that's how change should be made so we're welcoming thank you so much mike ji for for inviting me having me actually it's a, a really good surprise that even outside bangalore you are hearing about us so thank you so much for uh, you know uh, inviting me for this today okay rishi because uh, i was uh, going through you and your articles and everything else the buzz that you are making you are very young at this age right so how did this idea of uh, starting the youth wing of the party or joining politics at your age uh, begin i mean you could have so, so i think business anywhere but why politics no interestingly business and economics is a passion of mine because my undergraduation was in economics and finance so i was in delhi for 3 years i studied at ashoka university and that is my specialization uh, but um, around that time uh, when i was looking back at what is it that i'm really passionate about uh, it felt like um, you know doing something that revolves around people around communities making lives better was something that came to me naturally of course it wasn't a conscious choice uh, because my parents don't come from any political background or even a social service background per se uh i come from a middle class family in bengaluru i was born brought up here uh, i studied science um you know math uh, preparing for engineering because i love math i love quantitative subjects but somewhere you know towards the uh, end of my 12th grade i was looking back i used to see that i was always interested in politics in news in discussing policies uh, even though i had never formally studied any of that so i think that was uh, an indication that i am interested in this field so this was phase 1 uh, jab main college gaya aur ashoka university mein pad raha tha uh, tab wahan student politics jo tha usme i participated uh, wahan par uh, student elections ke liye i, I contested uh, aur uske baad whatever student life uh, initiatives that were there i started taking on that so it was not like a conscious decision ki uh, i am going to join politics and be there in politics but it naturally happened so once i was uh, successful in the student union uh, level where you know in an election i got the highest number of votes uh, than before and some of these things just came naturally then i started looking at uh, how can i make a larger impact so while i was living in delhi i got the great chance of working with uh, three major national parties their elected representatives so i spent uh, 2 years looking at uh, the different ideologies different types of individuals just learning observing working no bias of ideology no personal agenda nothing in it for me no gain apart from the uh on uh, you know apart from the idea of understanding the system and getting that experience so that's what i did after all of this uh, to conclude this answer jab main wapas bangalore aaya padhai ke baad um yahan par main masters shuru karne wala tha national law school mein masters in public policy so that is what i'm finishing uh, right now but uh, at the same time i started realizing that um after working at the national and state level that at those levels we as outsiders are actually very insignificant jab aap koi political family se nahi aate koi financial backing aisa nahi hota hai to national scale pe koi bhi impact karna bahut mushkil hota hai wo main seekh chuka tha so i thought that 
if i really want to make a difference and be relevant why not care about my own city where i'm you know born and brought up here i am a kannadiga i uh, you know understand the issues of people here so why not solve uh, problems that are there locally so this was the idea and at that time bengaluru navanirmana party bnp uh, had started off and i joined in the very early days and we realized that local governance is where there's a real impact uh, for a lot of youngsters lot of outsiders so we can speak more about this in detail later on but this was the story on how i started and how i got here see rishi i am so glad that you found your calling or maybe you know you actually listen to your instincts and your calling right how hard was it for you to convince your parents or your family members to actually come into mainstream politics because i don't think so for a bright young uh, guy like you your parents would agree for you to just join politics right yeah the challenge was uh, a little different it was not with joining politics but rather um, throughout my schooling i loved math and science right so mai aapko bol raha tha ki 11th and 12th mein bhi mai je ke liye prepare kar raha tha i was in a fast track batch uh, jahan pe bahut bright students the aur uh, us class se bahut log iit aur nit usually har saal jate hain to aise uh, system mein tha aur mai 2 saal preparation bhi kiya tha but yeah. uske baad at the very no in bangalore i was in bangalore in uh, bangalore there was a fast track uh, batch and at the end of my 12th grade uh, when uh, all my friends around me were saying that theek uh, hai i want to go to this iit i want to build so and so product mai is tarah ka company shuru karna chahta hu tab mai soch raha tha ki mere paas aise koi dreams nahi hai ki you know i want to work in so and so company or build so and so product the only thing i wanted to build was around societies and like policies so the hardest thing about convincing parents was uh, over, almost overnight or rather in a period of 2 to 3 days and or a few weeks i had to tell my parents ki look i actually don't want to study engineering um but i want to do something in social science or i had no idea about it i had no idea about ashoka university where i went to study or social science or du uh, engineering ke alawa mujhe aur kisi ke bare mein kuch bhi nahi pata tha us time pe so the challenge there was um, telling my parents ki after preparing after being good at something uh, spending so much time money energy in it i don't want to do it so that was the challenge but there on um, uh, you know my my parents are such that when they see consistency uh, then they are willing to support so after that they saw me showing uh, you know a constant interest for 5 6 years in social sciences and serving people you know building policies then i worked with uh, uh some uh, national politicians who you know my parents had no idea about as in we couldn't even imagine ki i can get connected to someone at such a high level and work with them so they started seeing that my uh you know work was speaking for itself and because of that i started getting these opportunities tab my parents thought ki okay this must really be a special opportunity so to conclude uh, this part my father tells me even today that um, you know when he was growing up he never had these opportunities he had to take care of a family um today i don't have such obligations yes my parents uh, you know cannot support me in my political endeavors beyond a point but they can take care of all my requirements give me a comfortable life so my father says that uh, i in fact have to maximize this opportunity and make the best use of it so today they are very supportive and uh, you know they help me out on this journey may may you live up to their dreams rishi you mentioned while you were in delhi you had the opportunity to work with three political parties right in what capacity and i mean how did you connect with them sure uh, just uh, speaking generally without taking too much names uh, i searched wing uh, in around uh, 2018 end may they had just started off 
preparing for the 2020 election so they had put together a team of youngsters and researchers uh, so it was just in the beginning of their campaign that i started working as an intern uh, for 3 4 months up i'm talking about up i'm talking about up so that was the first uh, time i worked um, you know with uh, another party of course uh, in and around that i had worked with a karnataka education minister so when i was in my 12th grade i wanted to give some recommendations i had written some letters and um, the karnataka education minister's office actually called me back saying who is this kid who's so enthusiastic about giving suggestions why don't you meet us and explain so i explained to them from the 12th grade students point of view so that was a congress minister who i had worked with and kept in touch with later on uh, after that um, after the 2019 lok sabha elections um, i worked with a, a young bjp mp for one year and you were asking how it was through a cold email so after the tw- 2019 lok sabha elections what i did was i wanted to spend my summer working with an elected representative i didn't know who will reply to me so i chose 10 15 representatives wrote a personalized email to each one of them saying uh, not like you know i'm a, i'm a fan and please give me this opportunity take me as a go email nahi but very to the point saying this is my background this is how i can add value to you in return i want nothing i want to make a difference and contribute uh, so please give me this opportunity so it, it so happened that one out of all the emails that i sent you know i got a reply back i started working with them i became part of the core team in very little time through that opportunity i you know uh, ha- happened to work with uh, almost 6 to 7 union ministers at that time on railways housing and urban affairs uh, a lot of people from the bjp ecosystem as well so by the end of um, you know finishing uh, you know my tenure uh, in that office i had worked with almost all parties all levels mp level uh, minister level mla level so i think when i was starting off i could have never planned it but now when i look back in retrospect it's like i can join the dots ki ha ye is sab tarah ka experience mil gaya is process pe and and may this experience help you in your endeavors over there in bangalore right down south So uh, Rishi how did the idea of your Bangalore Nam Dharman party came and how did you happen to join this party and why only this party right correct so after looking at all the national parties as i said um, i did realize ki our contribution uh, can you know not be very meaningful beyond a point and i also feel ki at the state and national level there are some inspiring leaders the, who are you know come from a good background who have done like good work who we can learn from so i i realized that where the biggest vacuum exists is actually at the local governance level today even the average educated citizen does not know that there are actually three tiers of governance which are not one below the other but independent of each other the national level mp level is one the state level cm level mla level is the other but this local body election that is there the municipal corporation election is very important because when i started looking about it in bengaluru in my own city you won't believe it bbmp which is bengaluru's corporation spends 10000 crores every year that's an insane amount of money it's the almost the second highest after mumbai uh, so much money that goes into just local infrastructure maintenance yet for 3 plus years they have not published a full audit uh, there is no transparency there is no accountability at the state and national level you can't escape these things because there's a lot of scrutiny at that level but at the local level is where uh, you know the quality of candidates is poor their intentions are not in line with you know nation building so it's actually a very big problem and when i was researching this problem i realized that someone had started bengaluru navanirmana party with with the same ideas that i had had in my mind uh, and how this party started was that 
uh, we tell people that we are the only political party in the entire country and perhaps even the world which is focusing on just one city that is bengaluru and one tire of governance which is local governance which means come what may we will not go outside bengaluru and we will not fight the mla and mp elections election commission ko humne likh ke de diya hai in our registration we are formally registered political party with the election commission with a hyper focus so you can say that this is a different kind of political startup where we don't tell people uh, ideals saying that oh we are going to make the system corruption free we are going to transform politics in india we are going to change people's lives so this is not a party of making promises and being idealistic and you know talking about things not in our control but a very practical focused goal and the people who have come together are also like that people who have been working on bengaluru civic issues for the last 1 to 3 decades and have realized that uh, what's the point of always giving advice saying this is the right thing to do uh, when no one actually follows it whereas you yourself can get into into the system and do the right thing and the beauty is at this level of elections right um, we are being very practical to win a ward you can win even with 5000 to 8000 votes which means you don't need a large narrative it's not like national elections may lakhs of votes chahiye hota hai और बहुत मशीनरी चाहिए फंड्स चाहिए ऐसा नहीं है द स्केल्स आर वेरी लो लोकली वेन वी हैव दीज पीपल डन लॉर्ड ऑफ वर्क वेल नोन इन आर एरियाज वी आर होपफुल दैट वी विल बी एबल टू बिल्ड अ वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग कैंपेन एंड ऑफकोर्स इट्स नॉट फॉर वन इलेक्शन राइट नाउ देर इज वन इलेक्शन कमिंग अप मे बी इन द नेक्स्ट फ्यू मंथ्स बट दिस इज मोर ऑफ अ लॉन्ग टर्म गोल की introduce you know large scale local governance reforms that's the idea of bnp see it's a very different idea for the first time i am also listening and hearing because i have a expertise in political parties and politicians absolutely but somebody telling that we will only stick to the local civic elections right and of a particular mm-hmm. city not even a state is a big thing mm-hmm. right i mean beginning with a focus thing that we don't have to go beyond that i mean in long run will be beneficial for you because a lot of political parties that they start they ne- really never know their goals right what their goals are what they stand for even nations don't know what their defense policies or foreign policies are right but beginning correct, that's correct. very different about you so how are you uh, uh, turning this because bangalore has a lot of youth right and even if you people turn it into a people's movement that you are trying to do and to the extent have managed but you have still not reached the threshold or the escape velocity of this movement that reach the every youth that there is but there is the potentiality responsibility completely lies with you people and you can do it because the youngest mp is also from bangalore itself right youngest Correct. member of parliament so how are you connecting it and making it a people's movement and connecting to the uh, not only the people who are joining your organization but the people who are going to vote for you Correct. You are absolutely right. We have not um, scaled it up to the extent uh, that we need to. Uh, but what we have been approaching this as is uh, before you know building really high, you first have to build really deep. So that has been the focus in the last two years. Uh, we have started building the roots and the foundation of the organization. So in the last two years, not even one word of our core messaging and philosophy has changed. Which means that we are really true to what we started off uh, thinking. We have been talking to people one on one. Uh, what we have done is in the different wards of bengaluru 198 wards currently we have started identifying local people working at the absolute underground level uh, building committed volunteers who understand who you know someone has to really understand what bnp is about so we have been doing that and in the last two years 
uh, we have reached almost 20000 volunteers and it's it's amazing which is uh, different levels of active um, activeness of course i'm not going to say all of them are going to be out on the streets but there are uh, different supporters who help us say online spreading our messages there are other people who come on the ground organize events some people who donate uh, because we are a completely crowdfunded party so these people across uh, you know organized across uh, different groups so this foundation has been built uh, till now we have not spent uh, any big money on marketing advertising promotions to people and that is the reason why we have um, uh, only to a limited extent been able to reach out to the people but this was a very conscious decision once we have our framework ready and when the election is coming we will of course have limited uh, resources because yes we will be raising um, um, you know we are also by the way the only political party which is transparently putting out our budget in public it's going to go on our website in a few uh, days till date we have uh, raised about 1 crore uh, we expect to raise uh, you know a, a couple more at least in time for the election we are completely transparently putting out our budgets uh, it's not like we are spending lot of money but whatever is there we are you know building a res uh, respectable campaign so for all of these things when the election comes we will really look to accelerate and the election itself will be an opportunity for us to take it wide because uh, earned media jo hota hai wo election time mein hi milta hai so we believe that we have to be there once uh, contest um, show case our people to the uh, the entire electorate and then we will grow because um, uh, so many times uh, people prefer to vote for those who stay in there for the long term so we are not expecting to make a revolution in one go but this election for us is all about identifying our core people core philosophy core ideological people who tomorrow will not jump to any other party because there's a better opportunity or something because these are people who care just about bengaluru just about this level so that is what uh, we are doing rishi i am feeling very inspired when i am talking to you but then i will also narrate an incident from the uh, freedom movement that india was going through in the 1947 bhagat singh and sukhdev and rajguru were all being uh, set on a trial so they were uh, reciting the press asked them in the court how did you guys make the bomb so one mm. notion was that you know we will not tell how we made the bomb but then bhagat singh and other mm. guys decided that we will tell in the press how we made the bomb so everybody can make a bomb right so that's how the word spread now when i started decoding elections i was speaking to a lot of youth like you because they didn't have any party right so suppose my first podcast was with mr hitesh who was a member of the uh, vote wapsi or uh, call like call your vote back uh, moment and he contested elections but these guys these flames die down uh, rather than uh, being provided with the support right but because these guys didn't have the knowledge or the resources or the support of the people that uh, i mean you have earned or you are building up right so you have said to me that you have reached almost 20000 volunteers right and you have earned 1 crore rupees for a new political party to raise 1 crore rupees is a very big thing and congratulations on that but i want to what i ask is how are you reaching these people how are you doing your outreach because you don't have earned media right how are you doing the crowdfunding so that the other people out everywhere in the world can make efforts in the steps that you have shown and they will in in like a like a mosaic they will in fact strengthen you and that will they will rise together absolutely uh, so we have um, now that we are sure that our foundation is built as an organization we are progressing from version 1.0 to version 2.0 now where uh, now our focus is on outreach uh, so most of our people who are coming through are actually people who are active in the civic space so they are civic problem solvers which means in every ward 
there is a resident welfare association there will be apartment welfare association there will be associations of people who have been taking up local issues around their area solving that uh, getting the required support for that so what our party has informally become is actually an amalgamation of all the different civic groups uh, associations across bengaluru and that is how it has happened unofficially because these are the people who really care just about the city and local politics and nothing else right so um, this has been one of the main ways in which we have been attracting uh, core people uh, to our organization uh, beyond this of course now we are uh, uh, just in the last few months uh, the amount of um, interest we are generating in the media is now picking up because now we are not only just talking about problems but we are showing solutions we have solved many things without being in the system we are taking on uh, issues so even after this you know i have a call with a media agency so now we are slowly getting uh, earned uh, media uh, from uh, different channels who are showcasing our work so that is another way the other way is through uh, social media of course which we are very young on because social media we think is a different ball game and largely the issues that we talk about right like uh, garbage road city management by default they are not interesting issues like say uh, sports or celebrities and things like that so um, we are now spending different kind of efforts there on how to spin these issues such that we make it interesting and generate more on social media but even without that almost half my team of youngsters all come from social media so that is definitely been one of the um ways in which we find fellow problem solvers in the city and the last way is through our organized and uh, technological approach to communication so in all our different events that we have done at the different ward levels we have databases that uh, we are not buying but rather we are collecting first hand over the last 2 years we have interacted with so many people running into you know thousands almost lakhs uh, who at different points we have either done something for them like help them register as voters or solve their issues or we have kind of um, done events which they have attended awareness events which they have attended so to all these people we are systematically reaching out and organizing so of course it is a learning experience these are the few ways in which we are doing it very honestly i will tell you uh, if we had the funds right we could have done outreach like putting up big billboards and tv ads and all of that we are not in that position right now so now we are not too bothered about it we are that is not letting us stop uh, doing our outreach work in any way so we will continue to do it and i'm sure that um, we'll get more and more ideas along the way we'll learn more about what works what doesn't and we can only grow from here so that's the idea yes rishi i am seeing the spark in your ideas right and as you have said you are an amalgamation of small small problems that's happening all across bangalore right but this is going to be your first election that you are going to contest this party of yours correct yeah but uh, i also want to have a word of caution and uh, the case study that i'm doing done for bangalore when i'm comparing it to other cities is the uh, people of bangalore are much more educated when it comes to the other states right because right. Uh, you said like small small ideas the people are raising back here in delhi and bangalore doesn't has a migration issue as big as uh, that of delhi even that if it has a uh, migration migration issue that's a educated population that is coming back here in delhi uh, the somebody i was talking to and he said that you know everybody is aware of the problem and yet nobody wishes mm. to address the problem because mm. the food bank that chooses the person that is representing delhi is very different from what comes right so i am glad that you are going to fight the big fishes but what you have behind is the passion in your eyes and the educated population that is behind you that will see the spark in you and god god wish because for the 10000 crore rupee budget that is going to be there in the bangalore there are going to be people who are going to spend more than 10000 crores to win those elections 
right and that's always happening uh, absolutely and we see it the good thing is it's slightly on the decline because you know we are in a municipal area like an urban area generally the average uh, education level is increasing generally the number of people you can just buy with money is reducing but still all of that exists it's all there so you're right we will have to fight the uh, big fishes but one interesting thing if i may share with you when we go and talk to people uh, right and we are going door to door uh, i myself have visited around 1000 houses um, which is almost uh, 20, 30% 40% in the area almost in every um, uh, road just like that all of our members do that um, we're trying to really listen to people and see how they respond to this idea it's not like we thought about this idea and we thought we'll just uh, go ahead with it but people are responding to it and you know um, uh, you know when we tell them that uh we are not against them but we are for them the response is brilliant so when i go i tell people that uh look as a party we are not against you your core belief your ideology if you want to vote for so and so person as your prime minister please go ahead and do in fact many people in our party might also be doing the same thing that you do if you want so and so chief minister or so and so person as your mla please go ahead and vote for them we are not against you don't change your beliefs and your party for us but when it comes to local elections if there is a pothole on the road in front of your house if there is a garbage problem next to your house if you have a drainage problem in your locality will the prime minister come and solve it for you no will your mla or chief minister be able to come and solve it for you no they are doing other things they have been given different work by the constitution but it's us youngsters people who belong to this area energetic people localites who care just about this area and nothing greater we are the people who will solve it for you so for that you have to give us the opportunity and when we say this it resonates with people because they know we are not against them we don't uh, take names of any politicians if you can see even in this interview i don't talk about any party any individuals it's all about the system how we can make the system better and when people say that these are not people coming with a negative attitude or against any party they are not they feel like these are guys, these guys are not against us but rather these guys are for us so that's the feeling we are hoping to build on so have you guys chosen all your 198 candidates or are you when are uh, you no because there is a... only two months so are you when are you going to finalize so the interesting thing is municipal elections are a very different ball game and very challenging again not everyone might know but at this level we will have reservations uh, for different categories uh, caste and women much more than the state and national level so in the bbmp we will have 50% reservation for obcs st uh, sc we will also have 50% reservation for women and the thing is all of these reservation categories for the wards will be announced only about uh, one month before the election so nobody can announce candidates for particular ward so in my own ward i can't tell you that i am going to contest here because it may become reserved for say an obc women category uh, to whom i clearly don't belong so what we are doing instead at bnp is not going candidate level we roughly know who are our change makers in different areas and uh, we are building the teams but in every ward we are building a corporate team uh, where we comprise people from all classes all backgrounds a uh, socio economic discast whatever it is everyone's working together only when the election comes will we be able to say that so and so person will contest in so and so ward so right now we are um, building these corporate teams and our leaders are kind of taking our ideology to everyone in the area so have you chosen a seat for yourself or of uh, what potentially we can be your seat 
No, as I said, it will totally depend on the reservation. So I know that um, uh, I'm not uh, constraining my work. Right. You said that you have visited thousands of houses so far. In my area, yes. So when I was building the ward in my area, I have done that. But that was more of a study to see what do people think about our ideology. So when we talk to them, you know, are they open, willing to it? So uh, I myself you, have not been so restrained how do you to do your public outreach. I mean, are you going house to house? When are you going house to house? Or uh, what is the time for? Is it early morning, afternoon, evening? How are you doing it? Please tell me. Uh, generally, we do um, it on the weekends because that is when people are there or e- in the evenings on uh, weekdays. Uh, but that being said, we are also uh, looking at um, where are the different uh, meetings, associations that happen in the area. So there we can go and talk to people. Then we have a door-to-door um, you know, surveys going on, even uh, information distribution leaflets that we are doing where we are saying we are not promoting ourselves but we are adding value we look to add value in every interaction we have with the citizen so that's been happening these are some different ways in which it's happening and i myself because i'm one of the few people who are uh, kind of um, you know at the forefront trying to convince other leaders to join and take the ideology forward i am traveling within the entire city so in, in some sense uh, you know, if we are able to find a good candidate in every ward, then I don't even need to contest, right? But the reality is that we don't have so many youngsters uh, who are kind of up there. So definitely, I want to do my part for the city as well. But the good news is we have been finding in almost 155 wards, we more or less know who's the person who can uh, contest there because they've been doing good work, 155 out of 198. But nothing hard and fast because reservation can change, things can change here and there. So what is your goal? How much are you expecting by the end result? How much do you think is going to be a good number if you win? Um, for uh, this election, uh, uh, you know, the other interesting thing is the wards are looking like they are going to change. So if you had asked me, you know, a while back, I might have taken a guess, but now the wards are changing from 198 to 243. And there will also be a delimitation uh, that is going to be happening. So it's a time of a lot of uncertainty for us. So we are just focusing on building the uh, team and not thinking about the election and the wards because we don't know the voter numbers, how the population is going to align. So our vote bank is generally uh, middle class to educated class to uh, people who live in apartments, people who live in societies. We don't know how these numbers are going to reorganize in uh, many different wards. So one thing I want to tell you for sure is the next to next election we want to win the council. So that is something we are very confident in our goal. For this election, we are still not sure. We think that in about 50 wards, we can give, um, uh, you know, in, in 100 wards, we want to give a very strong fight and we are hoping we can win 50 wards. But a lot can change after the delimitation. So let's see. So Rishi, since you have these idea, you have these aspirations, you guys are a rising force, like a fireball that is about to be shining, right? What are the challenges or secret problems that you guys are facing from other political parties? But because you know that they are keeping a watch on you, they are not going to just let you go and come and defeat them, right? Nobody's going to let that happen, right? What are the challenges that you are facing and how are you guys going to come? Any incident of uh, people trying to come to you or scare you away if it's happened? Um, so I don't think we've had, uh, um, you know, many instances of people uh, asking us, to, you know, either uh, threats or anything like that, because one reason is it's also a little bit uh, outdated of people to think that, okay, in the movies, how it happens, there's going to be a lot of like pressure. And especially in the city, in Karnataka, it happens. I know because I have done election campaigning and worked as 
uh, a consultant outside in the rural areas in hubli darwad and all there it happens in bangalore it's very less that's one point the other thing is there are many challenges uh, we have some external challenges and they are for example if we want to do good work and we are out of the system those who are in the system like the local uh, authorities and all might be instructed by the uh, mlas of the other parties saying that don't work with them don't solve their problems um, so sometimes we meet that resistance where they know that we are capable of representing people issues giving solutions but sometimes the authorities have to implement it being outside the system we can't implement those solutions so sometimes the local authorities are instructed not to work with us but uh, yeah we do face these issues once in a while but wherever possible we build personal rapport we tell them look don't give us credit we don't want any political credit for this just solve the problem we'll tell whoever gave us the problem that it's solved so we find ways to work around it but this is a big challenge that every time someone joins our team they face some resistance of not being able to do much because you're still not inside the system uh, and that is one the other um, challenge is mostly um, internal so it's not like a problem that other parties give us because our party volunteer base and the other party's volunteer base are actually very different so there is very little intersection that uh, you know some other parties can come take our volunteers or scare them or threaten them or something because we are actually very disjoint from each other but the challenge with our kind of volunteer base is uh, generally people are sometimes are in their comfort zone so we have to push them a little bit to go out uh, talk to uh, someone uh, kind of go out on the ground not everyone is comfortable doing that because we are all at the end of the day civic change makers activists but not really politicians so teaching our members our leaders our volunteers how to act and behave as politicians is another challenge that we face i can really connect uh, with what you are saying rishi acha there's one thing i really wanted to ask now that you guys are all very bright minds right and bright minds don't seem to get very well along themselves right because mm-hmm. somebody is having some idea even thomas edison and other guys you know so if there are intra party feuds or you know not getting well how do you guys like you know seem to uh, arrive to a conclusion as to what is to be done uh, is that happening democratically or how do you guys do it you hit it on the head in fact uh, to avoid all such issues we started off itself with our charter everything is democratic um, we have different committees for even conflict resolution uh, and uh, you know uh, it gives a lot of pride to all our party members knowing that their vote and say on certain issues is exactly the same as the founder of the party can you believe it so when we say that our corporate teams choose the candidates in my area for example i have built a team of say 35 core uh, team members when the election comes when we know the category and all of that whoever the candidate is it's this group of core team members who are going to vote and choose who the candidate will be so our own party founder has got no say in which candidate will contest in my area so that's the core uh, belief and even on some administrative matters right we were having a huge debate on what should be our symbol what should be our branding okay and for all of that we had a core uh, committee meet of 100 people where we did voting we did voting people gave their arguments and ultimately including the founder including everyone else voted on what they think should be our uh, symbol which of course i can't yet give out publicly because it's not decided until the election comes uh, but even for issues like that we have internal democracy so that way it's a very good uh, exercise and we have not had issues uh, so far we may have in the future i don't want to be too idealistic about it but for that we have a charter we have a committee so hopefully when that time comes when we are big enough to have internal problems we can deal with it
Thank you once again. And we started with this question that you said, you know, how you have an internal democracy in the party, which takes all the major decisions, yet you don't want to disclose your party symbol. Right. I, I have an entire video on party symbols, how party symbols, you know, are very effective. I hope you are doing the right thing by choosing the party symbols. The one which reflects. Yeah, in fact, uh, please do share it with me. Would love to see that. But we had a deliberation. But the thing is, because we are not a national party, right? We uh, will not yet be allocated that symbol. So anyone else can apply for the same symbol. So we have to keep it confidential until the election. Okay. So uh, just that now we are talking, I want to say how the symbol of Congress party was chosen, right? I mean, uh, the new Congress party that was chosen by Indira Gandhi, that was uh, Congress I. Right. She had to choose a symbol for her party. Before that, the symbol of the Congress party was a cow and a calf. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mrs. Indra Gandhi was a disciple of Devariya Baba. And she just had come from emergency and she was not having a very good time. So she went to Devariya Baba and asked his help. So I don't know what Devariya Baba told to her. Devariya Baba ne unne haat dikhaya tha. From that, she picked up that maybe she should put the hand as the symbol of the party. Right? And since then, mm -hmm. as fables say, I'm not sure how correct it is. But yes, something that reflects with the mood of the people should be the choice of your Absolutely. Okay. Now, uh, because a lot of people who will be watching this would want to contribute in some sense. So on what platform are you guys asking for contributions and how do you uh, rise crowdfunding? Is it going to be physical or how do you do crowdfunding? I mean, to begin with crowdfunding and then how, how do you do the crowdfunding? In fact, our um, entire um, website is live on numberbnp.org and we take donations also 100% digital and only through that platform. So uh, the interesting thing is even people like me make a recurring contribution to the party every month as and when I can or my parents can just like all the other people who contribute to make the party uh, grow. And how we do this crowdfunding is I told you about all our volunteers, right? The people on our networks, thousands of people, we reach out to them. Uh, every month or every quarter with an update of how much our operational expenses were. Uh, in some sense, we are also an organization, right? So we have a few people working full time and how we are, you know, using our money for our campaigns. We send them a report and we say that we are looking to raise so much more funds. Please contribute. And just internally, it's like it's so beautiful because every one of the 20,000 volunteers feel like I'm playing a part and this is mine in some way. So if just people contribute, 100 rupees to 1000 rupees every month, uh, which for most people, it's less than one meal that you go outside on a Saturday night, right? So that's the amount people contribute every month or every quarter. And that's how we sustain. So this is how we are doing crowdfunding. Uh, we are not uh, going out to people we don't know asking for money, but we tell people about our cause. Once people are connected with our cause, uh, once in a while, we ask them to make small uh, contribution. So and it's all on our website. Okay, your website is <clears throat> numberbnp.org. That's the website. Okay, since you guys have started a political party, what is your target population? I'm sure you guys might have identified your target population. Correct. So our uh, target population for the short term and long term is very different. In the long term, uh, we are absolutely clear about it. We are here to be a political party for Bengaluru and the entirety of Bengaluru. So we want to uh, be able to contest every vote. Yes, that is an idealistic stance. But in the long term, that is our goal, whether someone's upper class, lower class, different caste, migrant, resident, youngster, elderly, a senior citizen, women, whoever it is, we want 
to show them that we are a party for them so this is in the long term in the short term we have to be practical absolutely right for the first election so our vote bank or our target population are generally mainly um, different categories one is youngsters people who are voting for the first time who want to see something different who want to support us so our party is the only party which is going to have uh, dozens of people under 30 contesting municipal elections no other big party will even give that platform to youngsters so obviously youngsters is one target audience uh, even female voters will be another target audience because uh, in our party come what may we will not uh you know put up proxy candidates in the female candidate roles we all know how it is even in bangalore it happens when the category changes the male person whoever is there in a party he field his wife or his mother or his daughter for the election it happens everywhere we are going to stand against that and we have been doing a lot of awareness on uh the women representing themselves and the importance of that so women is another important vote bank uh that aside uh, in general Uh, people who uh, uh, reside the educated classes across the city is our vote bank people who reside in different communities active in the civic space they are our vote bank uh, so let's see how it goes uh, based on this we may choose which are our top priority wards where we have to concentrate our resources but once we have done that we want to reach out to everybody the thing is uh, even people belonging to lower classes are very important for us and we have done a lot of campaigns and programs for them but we know that idealistically um, sometimes these are the classes that kind of accept money for votes and the behavior that they have had for decades will be very hard to change overnight so instead of um, you know trying to do that we'll try our best uh, efforts we'll show them what we can do for them but we won't count on it so we have to be practical that way and we hope that by the time the next election comes we would have worked long enough and shown people um, what we can do and we can earn their trust instead and gradually change the you know money for vote mentality of people in the long term that's a very practical idea i'm sure uh, that you guys are choosing right so uh, rishi i just want to conclude by saying that it was such a honor to have spoken to you to know what you guys are doing and how you are sparking a revolution from the down south and may this experiment succeed you know because uh, the aap moment uh, i may say you know it was a revolution of the youth it was for the youth by the youth and everything but it failed miserably the aspirations of the youth right so i i wish that this experiment of yours uh revolves and evolves in all directions and sparks a change for other leaders in various cities to start small not if big to start small just by words right and you know i'm so glad to have spoken to you rishi thank you for your no, thank you so much and your your ideas are in fact exactly the same as mine even on aap what it tried to do and hopefully where we can be different is because of our ceiling in ambition however small you start right when you're successful and you try to increase your ambition to grow everywhere you lose your core beliefs your core philosophy you can't maintain quality and that's unfortunately what we have uh, seen so far even in karnataka and bangalore so hopefully um this is an experiment as you said and because we are exclusively focused and we have no higher ambition i'm confident that you know success no one can predict in the political space we all know that but i'm confident that our principles will not be uh, you know affected in the long run so that's something i'm hoping on how are you guys doing your research and development and strategy thinking and professional help? because see you might have the volunteers that's a educated volunteer right but suppose uh, how are you guys researching how are you planning your campaigns you will need professional help right and who decides your brochures uh, and all that stuff correct so in our party interestingly 
the people who have come together so the founder is a uh, is someone who actually uh, studied in iim bangalore was in the corporate field for 20 years and then he decided uh, that the civic space is where it needs focus he worked for almost 10 years in the civic space built a civic organization which was an apartment federation he grew that from 0 to you know 1000 apartments covering more than 3 lakh people so that's the background of just the founder uh, one of our other core members is a phd from the indian institute of science she heads our research and manifesto she is a specialist in solid waste management we have a few people like me who come from a policy and strategy uh, background uh, we have people our head of um, tech and data was the ex cto for airtel and now he is kind of spending full time uh, on our cause so we actually have a very good core team set up when it comes to uh, research strategy planning data numbers uh, as i told you even earlier our weakness is actually not that segment at all our weakness is how do we find volunteers at scale on the ground who can go to every house every road so that is where we are focusing on building people right now see i am very impressed but i am uh, want to say that you know uh, uh, Hey, you guys will win or may not win, but what you guys will evolve will be, as Robert Greene says, that a per- person at his late sixties says that you know he had the potential he didn't do. But you guys will evolve certainly as individuals who are doing what they wanted to do, right? And and that's thank you fact. so much, Mangji. And and how do you guys connect over Zoom? Do you guys connect over Zoom every evening, or how do you guys like intra? You cannot meet uh, every day, right? Because you guys are right. working everywhere. So how do you do your online CWC meetings? Do you do a Chintan Shiver? <laughs> we may not call it that but of course we meet every day on zoom um it it changes every week or every month we set a different time such that people who uh, are making uh, compromises don't have to be doing it every time so for example this i can disclose today we meeting at 8 pm so for these two weeks we are meeting at 8 pm before that our meetings were at uh, uh, 1 pm in between so people would take out time in their lunch slot before that there were meetings early in the morning so we do these online uh, roundup meetings where the representatives from every ward join in uh, for uh, half an hour every day and we do physical meetings on the weekends uh, where we meet in person so even this sunday we are having a very big kick off volunteer meetings with more than 100 people uh, of each area in a few zones so that is something we do on the weekends see i have a idea for you you know since you are absolutely please. with absolute modern ideas Why not call your meetings not Chintan Shiver but like baby shower you call them Chintan Chintan shower or brainstorming political <laughs> showers, right? Nice, <laughs> brainstorming nice. ideas, right? Nice. I'll definitely share it uh, this evening. <laughs> <laughs> That was just Great. Thank you. Time. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you for giving me time. And you were really as important as all the big member of parliament side too, and even more. Thank you once again, Rishi, and I will stay connected to you and provide you with all my best uh, possible. Very, help. very grateful for the opportunity. Please do, please pass on the word, and whenever you are in Bangalore, I hope we can meet. Yes, and I will contribute to the best of my ability as well. Thank you, thank you so much. Bye. Thank you once again.